everybody. Welcome to Pilasani Conversation, the podcast. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome to you. It is such an honor to have you. We hope that you will enjoy today's episode. And to our original listeners, hello guys. I hope that you have been keeping well. So today, all this week, on our Faith Fact segment, I'm featuring Mr. Chilled Guy, Toriso Pilia. Hi again. Hi, Toriso. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm chilled. How are you doing? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm great. Thank you. I'm great. So to those that haven't had um, an opportunity to, to just go through uh, Toriso's background, uh-uh, no, let me not say it like that. So Toriso was here, as I mentioned, again, right? If you want to know more about him, what he's about, where he's from what kind of a child he was please tune into our very first faith fact uh, episode called christian foundation there you'll find out more information today jay we're just talking we're not going to go back to to the past his personal past but uh yeah i'm very happy to have you again um I think we are going to have a very interesting question. I mean, uh, conversation. Just disclaimer: this is a very difficult conversation for us to have, but we are excited about it. We are excited because when um, I came across this piece of information, I couldn't wait to start um, to start applying it. But yeah, maybe let me start with a story. Dum dum dum. Yeah, right. So <laughs> <laughs> once upon a time in my life. I was made up with the decision that I needed to start eating healthier and I needed to start putting in some healthy practices in my lifestyle, right? Hmm. Um, I mean, that's, that's quite important. One, be raising a daughter, she's four, and you know, you need to be 100 for these little people. Mm, you need to be able true. to run, you need to be able to, when they want you to dance with them and sing with them, you need to be able to do it. And I think it, it, it wasn't, Initially, I wasn't excited about the idea because it involves a lot of discipline, a lot of commitment, mm-hmm. um, changing anything, Jay, anything in your life. It's 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 always it's always demanding. But if you think about the end goal, um, the results, the results, right? It's you always look forward to it. Always, always, always. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a problem now that I needed to start putting in a lot of broccoli in my diet, a lot of um, cauliflower, the tasty stuff, right? I needed to have <laughs> cauliflower rice, all the good stuff. I didn't have a problem because. Because at the end of the day, I understood the benefit of having a healthy body that mm-hmm. spoke to a healthy mind. You know, I was able to be active. You know, our daughter who's young can participate with her. She doesn't feel that we are boring um, parents. So you didn't become a vegetarian, did you? No, no, no. Yeah, no I still yeah. eat my meat. I still eat my meat, and Just not checking. even not even cautiously. I still go into my meat. <laughs> but um, all of that life-changing uh, experience, and I'm sure people do come across it have mm-hmm. you before i get to where i'm going have you had in your life a decision that said maybe i need to cut down on this even if it's sugar even if it's this if you, for some good reason have you you know um i was active um, i think I, I still am active you okay. know in terms of you know when you have to train for a specific event mm. things such as um cross country and uh, oh, long yeah. distance and you know when your yeah. companies come together oh, and have a fun yeah. ride you know you got to represent for the company so, yeah. yeah um so because of those things you need to watch what you eat you also need to practice you need to put in the discipline yes so, yes and yes. yeah the results hey i was happy so it's hey, great, hey. It's, it's one of those things you know oh, so man. and it's great when you win and and 
Winning mm-hmm. sometimes starts in the mind and it starts in the little things that you do at home, right? Mm. So, oh, yeah. So then in, in all of this, then I wondered, what if we are called the body of Christ? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't the same principle need to apply? Wouldn't it be important for us as the body of Christ to also be healthy, yeah. to also have a healthy diet to whatever put in disciplines that will keep us healthy and keep us fit and keep us strong and stuff and it made me wonder and i found myself doing um, a google search the one time to check what is a healthy church or how does a healthy church look like mm. and a book that i came across that uh, you and i have come across that we are going to be discussing is by mark deva entitled nine marks of a healthy church nine marks of a healthy church yeah <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it was published in 2007 i know the con like a like just high level what's contained in the book and i think it's quite solid stuff so what he's done is taken from the bible and then he's put in nine principles that he calls nine marks to mm-hmm. what is a healthy church and i thought it would be quite um interesting for us as a body of christ because we are all sitting in different organizations okay. right because you church at a different church i go to a different church mm-hmm. you know other people go to a different church but at the end of the day we are all one body that is correct we are all one body so i thought you know just like how in corporate there's a thing called like you know when companies executives or management they break away and they go for all these strategic sessions and when they get to the strategic sessions they discuss like they do a SWOT analysis on how their business is going mm. you know you look at the strengths the weaknesses areas of improvement or opportunities and then you look at the threats as well mm-hmm. wouldn't it be great for churches to have a guideline that can that would be awesome. That can, you know... Determine how they are, quote-unquote, performing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, I think God really wants us to be healthy. At the end yeah, of the day, yeah. there's a scripture that says God wants us to prosper in all things, to be in good health, just as our soul prospers. I think that's what the scripture says. But God wants us to prosper. So mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. a healthy body of Christ is something that is in God's heart. So I thought this was I thought this was one hundred. I thought it was, you know, it was fantastic. It was genius. You're not alone. So yeah. <laughs> so we thought then let's just have this um podcast or this episode and just give high level these nine principles yeah. and what each entails just on a brief um basis. And in the future if time uh, permits we can come and ask a person to come through and just break each and every one of them into like a like a longer thing like yeah. you know where does it come from the scriptures that um support this particular principle etc etc and if people don't want to wait that long they can so much just get the book themselves you can get the book yourself <laughs> you know, i hope it's downloadable for free because <laughs> <on> the... <laughs> it's i mean it was published in 2007 you know that's a long time ago but um it it it, it would be i think it would be something worth uh worth pursuing mm-hmm. so totally so i think maybe let's start firstly i think let's just list them you know if you're taking down notes please do there are nine marks um it's quite interesting that they called nine marks and his name is mark <laughs> yeah, actually it is yeah and you have a mark yeah. in the gospel and yeah. you're like hey, what's happening yeah. over here but anyway it's coming together <laughs> so for those that are taking down notes we are going to be listing these uh nine marks and then Toriso will just take us through um the principles of each okay cool so the first one which is preaching okay um expositional preaching or expository preaching 
Okay, okay. let's just go preaching. And then the second one? The second one is biblical theology. Biblical theology, all right. All right. And then the third one would be the gospel. Not gospel music. Yes, okay? not gospel music. The gospel. Even though you can listen to gospel music, but over here we're not talking about <laughs> <hearts>. Yes. <laughs> you know, not True. talking about the music. So, yeah, and then the fourth mark would be conversion. Okay. All right. And then right after conversion, we come across the fifth mark, which would basically be called evangelism. Evangelism, all right. Mm-hmm. And then from evangelism, we then have membership. Membership, you know, and awesome. Then from membership, we have um, discipline. Mm-hmm. And then there's discipleship. Discipleship, mark, okay. Last mark would then be leadership. Leadership, so, all yeah. right. Those would be right. the points of the nine marks that we'll be covering for this specific episode. Sure, okay. It should be interesting. It should be interesting. I mean, what I'm already picking up is how everything is just building. You know, mm-hmm. we start with what gets preached and, and, and what should be preached mm-hmm. and why and then what happens then this then that then leadership i like it I one can't... long chain so it's 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 yeah it's it's quite incredible but i mean it is from the word yeah so that's the anything... best part about it sufficiency <laughs> all right i think maybe let's just uh do the the first one expositional preaching or preaching mm. expositionally um what does that mean how does it look like in a church okay yeah, okay let's um put it in this way so expository preaching or expositional preaching is taking the passage of the text yeah right or the passage of scripture and making it the point of okay. the sermon okay. so what you see in scripture is what you should be hearing about when it is being preached you know there's mm-hmm. that connection it can't be uh, a case of and just make a quick example it can't be a case of um if you best life now and now you need to do what others would say um bible gymnastics yeah. to sum up what the whole idea is all about you yeah know? so yeah. um yeah others would say it's um literally uh preaching god's word one verse at a time you mm. know in context so okay. Okay. that's that's what um expositional preaching is about it makes god's agenda rule and not the preacher's agenda so mm. what does that mean it means that if for example let me just make a quick example if you are going through the book of jude as a church yeah what you should be talking about is what Jude talks about. Oh, All right. okay. <laughs> not, not other things, not Joshua. Like, no, no, no. Uh, you know, Jude okay. will be talking about all the stuff that Jude talks about. So, um, going up, going through it, you know, verse by verse or section by section. Yeah. So that, you know, your, 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 the congregation can follow along and understand and do their own Berean uh, homework towards the end, yes, you know, yes. in their own spare time. So, um, that's, that's pretty important. That's mm-hmm. the first mark and you know from this mark once you have it sorted out then everything else should follow on pretty nicely you know sure and what i like about it is that you literally preach what god says you know like i mean if we take the bible as final authority in our lives Mm -hmm. that that should should. we should Mm. we should that that would mean that's where what gets preached on should come from Mm -hmm. you know um our bible the word of god is what we should be consumed with is yeah. what we should be you know so i like it i like also that it's not just the responsibility of the of the preachers of the pastors it's all of us's responsibility because it is imperative that we taste what true what was what was taught yeah. so that berean um principle is is you know then at the end of the day we can come back either at a cell group or um, bible study, or a bible study mm-hmm. and you can say okay um this is 
you know when you were preaching or when you were teaching on one two three please can you maybe elaborate on you know yeah. what you whatever because this is how i understand it and then we can test and see that um and see that something it makes sense because i mean one thing that i like about i've seen it in in our apostle what he does is if for example there's something that maybe he said um then somebody would come like at the end maybe at the end of the church mm-hmm. uh talk to him about it just to find out more and 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 get clarity on yeah. on on, yeah. on what he shared um then they'll deliberate and have the conversation after let's say next week he comes mm-hmm. back and he will say oh no you know after having a conversation with uh so and so um you know this is the understanding that we reached the last time i mentioned one two three but the way it should be interpreted is this way mm. and for me i think that's such a, a sobering yeah. thing and very um it's 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 hum it's humbling to hear like a like an entire pastor or an apostle coming back and saying look the last time we said something that's not how it was supposed to be said mm-hmm. this is how it should be said this is the accurate interpretation of it you know mm. and and that if if we had let him just do the work on his own problems he, he wouldn't you know what mm-hmm. i mean so it's our responsibility so i like i like that i like that okay cool i think another thing also that we can mention about uh, the word of god is that it is it is what's sufficient for us mm-hmm. it is what convicts us it is what uh, teaches us it is what corrects us it's what builds us it's what sanctifies us so it's yeah. important it's needed so it's yeah it's not my opinion it's not <laughs> yeah not not your own dreams your own visions i know it's, <laughs> it's it comes from god's word you know and you All can right. test it and see it in scripture so yeah but yeah. it also takes off the pressure of trying to sound a certain way let god's word do its work mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so yeah okay cool thank you thank you let us move to the next one biblical theology ah, theology interesting so when coming to biblical theology um what we can say that it's 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 basically sound doctrine okay all right it's thinking the right thoughts about god okay it's beliefs that go with scripture you know so um what do i mean when i say this i mean that um you can't have the wrong idea of for example angels uh, thinking that they have wings and they sing um you know and, and I, i don't know but you know people have funny depictions of angels and all that so if you have that as your mindset and it doesn't go to scripture there's, there's clash ah, you know so what it is that you think whatever biblical concept you can think of it has to match with scripture what's you know? described in scripture exactly okay. exactly so okay. now to further explain um you should, we should take note that the bible is one big picture as a whole right yeah it speaks about christ it's all yeah. about christ so anything that seems to fall outside of it that would be that would be not proper that wouldn't be ideal so, so in order for you to be more familiar with scripture uh first we all know that we need to read it be more familiar with it that way we'll be able to determine what's actually sound and what's actually not sound mm. you know so um from expository preaching or expositional preaching yeah. you have your biblical theology so what you say actually matters and it has to be in context with not just the chapter but then the whole bible as a whole you yeah. know so um yeah. that's the importance of it because here's the thing when coming to biblical theology you should know that it's essential for evangelism for mm. discipleship yeah. for unity for worship you yeah. know so all of those things go um, hand in hand basically so mm. um 
Yeah, that's that in a nutshell. It's the right board. I like the soundness of it. You know, it needs to mm-hmm. sound like God's thoughts, not yeah. just not just anything else. All right. Okay, let us move to gospel music. I'm kidding. The gospel. <laughs> <laughs> the gospel. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we've already touched on the gospel before, so I'll just give a quick summary of um, what it is. You know, yeah. um, the gospel. You, I think, let, let me put it this way. When it comes to the gospel, like the, the church is supposed to be about the gospel in every aspect, you know, from the singing, from the preaching, from the praying, oh, from, so you, you know, discipleship yeah. and everything. So um, if um, the church is not gospel centered, there's a bit of a problem. Okay, okay no, not a bit of a problem. What is the gospel in simple terms? In simple terms, yeah. get the idea from First uh, Corinthians chapter 14, okay. verses 1 to 4. According to um, scripture, Christ came, was summarized. You know? yeah. He came, he lived a perfect life, he died, resurrected on the third day, and he is seated on high, basically. Yeah. You know, you need to believe in him, yeah. um, trust in him in order for you to be saved. You yeah. know, so um, from there on, and when you understand, the that's the good news, yeah. you know, um, the gospel is the power of God. For salvation yes you know so favorite uh, scripture yeah, oh. <laughs> hey, there we go so um once you have that understanding once you have that concept once you once you um see the importance of it then everything else that you do it's it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's basically a life and death situation so everything else that you do will be literally it has to be in the back of your mind that's okay what are we doing over here the purpose of it has to be you know gospel centered oh yeah making sense but uh, yeah it's, yeah it's, it's 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 making sense and it's putting a responsibility again on us mm-hmm. all the members of mm-hmm. the body of christ mm-hmm. that we understand what it is and when we understand what it is whether for me whether it's in your own personal space mm-hmm. with your friends your people of that you are exposed to or I mean, not everyone is preaching, not mm-hmm. everyone is teaching, you know, but wherever you are, it you should know it enough to share it. True. And True. whether True. you share it with a believer, another believer, you're strengthening each other, you you know, or you share it with a non-believer, mm-hmm. it is still God's power to that person's salvation. Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah. that's what I like about it. And that what the gospel does, it's, it, it doesn't just do work for me to get to salvation mm. it still saves me mm-hmm. even even if i'm in salvation if i come across certain um uh, challenges there's scriptures that are good news for me that i can hold on to to help me wait the process out you know mm-hmm. so it's, it's you endure. yeah mm. absolutely you know so it's 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 quite yeah it's quite imperative we need to know it and you need to get it right as well because if you don't get, get it right out. then uh, it's a it's another issue so absolutely yeah that's that's that eh? and again i just want to highlight it's not just for the people that are at the pulpits mm-hmm. who share and who are given opportunities to stand there and to teach it's for all of us yeah, it, it really is for for all of us you can't all keep right. the good news to yourself you need to share it you yeah. can't mm-hmm. right again we are strengthening the body this is mm-hmm. to strengthen us is to help us is to keep us healthy um in all aspects yeah. okay let's move to the fourth one and that is conversion yeah, what are we talking about one. there so so basically you can think of conversion in this sense um it's the results that comes from hearing the gospel mm. you, know? you you have you need to there needs to be a difference in your life so to speak so if before you came to christ you you were in the world and you lived according to the way of the world yeah yeah once you're in christ um 
you live according to his word you know ah. you're not the, you don't live according to the standards of the world anymore you live according to everything that he says yeah and um that basically shows that there's a difference in your life you know mm-hmm. um and you produce fruit so the fruit that you produce shows that you're no longer the person that you were before ah, you know there's that okay. fine distinction yeah between yeah. um your life as a non-believer to how your life looks now as a believer mm. so that's 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 the that's what conversions or conversions all about okay. it shows that you actually understand um the gospel it shows sure, that wow. um, okay. you get it you know yeah. so yeah that's what conversion is basically all about just a hmm. quick summary it's actually making me think of that um aromate story <laughs> <laughs> so there's this thing with aromate where back in the days I, you used to look a certain way and then aromate came in your life and then now you're looking a certain way I, but that's yeah. usually like ah, that's just material stuff you know because Sometimes I look funny because I don't have money, and then now when I have money, <laughs> I look differently. <laughs> But uh, I think I think I like that. Like it's it's in the fruit, mm, you know. Mm, um, mm. There's a, there's a scripture that says they will know you by your fruit that you are my disciples. And I think for me, it's 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 a it's a process, you know. It's nice to mm-hmm. get saved. It's nice to accept Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. But if your actions after that don't show yo it's a problem yeah, it's, a, it's, and it's, thing it's, it's is, a problem doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be perfect as well yes, because that's the thing yes. we're growing in Christ yeah. so this does not necessarily mean that uh, from this point onwards you become sinless yes. if anybody says that they are sinless or that they have no sin in their Liars. life there we go there we go <laughs> whether the person's on the pulpit or whether it's your best friend eh, 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 you, you, you still you know so yeah it's lit- we, should, we shouldn't have a false conception that will be perfect but then there's a you should get the idea that you're growing in holiness yeah yeah you know growing in holiness i like that yeah i like that and it's also like i think we should be very um we should be patient with each other true that is correct as 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 believers because sometimes like there's some things that i may grasp because that word became so real to me that i took it and i went with it okay and somebody else may not be there yet right but the power of god's word is is sufficient for all of us and mm-hmm. when that time comes for you to have that word hit you it will hit you and you will also go with it making an example some people forgiveness is a quick thing because mm-hmm. you understand it biblically mm-hmm. but for some people i can't do you know what my father did to me do you know what my mom did to me mm-hmm. you know my friend did... N- no that ex i can't oh <laughs> <laughs> that ex you can no. tell the tune is ah no over here there's no forgiveness that's the tune on the tune i can't anyway. i can't you know and it, it takes literally the word of god and it's also by god's grace that some of us can forgive people mm. who have done things it it has nothing to do with my ability i could never forgive that mm. ex for example god said god but god's word has that power mm. to get in and to do it 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 has that it it's got that um that double edged sword vibe yeah. you know that it can penetrate through things you didn't even imagine bone and marrow you know like you know you yeah. know like those are look, th- 
those are hectic stuff so i think we just need to be very um patient with people i think also in the process of conversion we can pray for people as well if you know of, yeah. of of biblical principles that people should be modeling and they're not modeling it's great to speak it to them in love and to speak it to them in truth um but it's also important to to not be harsh. I find I find that sometimes as 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 members of the body we can't be harsh because mm-hmm. you know this is the truth. This is what you you must forgive. Your mother did what to you. Oh, sorry, but you have to forgive your mom. And that time, you you're not taking the time to understand the pain that that person felt. You know. So I think before before harshness and before yeah, let me just stick to harshness. Um, it would seem as if we're not we're not doing enough, you know. Um, 
and I'm not look, I'm not thinking about just the past few months. I think you know maybe from the past decades. Like we we don't we don't. Oh. It's not it's not that important for some people, and it it says a lot. I think it it, it shows us that type of attitude that you have as a believer. I'm not shooting people mm. down. This is me speaking to myself, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah, but then again, not that I'm blaming anybody. If you're not taught about it, how would you expect to go out and do it? You know, if you're not instructed, how would you then be able to listen? How would you be able to obey if you're not even told about it? Which is why, you know, when you read scripture and you see that these things are actually needed, you know, it's 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 easier and it's uh, more helpful when you speak about it amongst saints. You know, you don't need to go, you know, to to be like ah, no you, you speak amongst the saints and then let that travel and you yeah. know not that you shouldn't talk to your pastor you should if yeah. you if you if you um, you're in that position but if let's say you're a newcomer and you don't know what and what not but then consider it from a consider it from your home self perspective or a bible study perspective yeah you know? yeah consider it from consider it from you know just your normal friends and uh you know people that you fellowship with mm. talking about this topic it's 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 ideal, you know. So um, the more you get into it, the the more this is spoken about, the better results. The more the, the healthier the church um, yeah. becomes because we we literally obeying the word and doing so. So yeah. yeah. And I think it's one of the things that I, I like that Jesus said to us, you know, after he resurrected, mm-hmm. and he, he he told us to go out there and make disciples and teach them what we've been taught. Mm-hmm. You know. So as you were mentioning that. With these marks, you first started with the preaching, the the right, you know, stuff mm. that gets preached and and stuff in the in the correct the, uh, theology, and the understanding of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And now that we've been converted and the word has sort of ministered and we are transformed by the renewal of our minds, which comes from the word, mm-hmm. we can then go and you know evangelize. and share mm-hmm. and evangelize. And I mean, I see it. It I, I'm I also. It, it's it's everybody's responsibility True. again mm-hmm. and i see people saying stuff on social media like um no like like as a way of evangelizing oh, oh okay. yeah so i was gonna say that i think we use um social media for these things sometimes it could be um sometimes it, maybe it is working sometimes not i'm not sure mm. you know i'm just you know throwing it out there to check if you know even in our in 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 our social media platforms um that is a space for us to evangelize Mm -hmm. and but now you know there's so much that we post on our social media (laughs) things you know it does not get lost our (laughs) efforts of evangelism does not get lost in everything else that we that we post and that we share so it's it's, another discussion for another day actually (laughs) someone will post something then the next day it's like how how, where's the consistency (laughs) hey no we need we we all you know me i'm speaking for myself when i'm saying that things get lost because sometimes i'm posting this and sometimes i'm posting that you know but I think for me personally, I'm, I'm, I, it, this is making me be intentional in mm. whatever that I'm even, you know, putting out there, especially like on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but but um, yeah, you know, keep the main thing, be the main thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Lord help us. All right, I think maybe let's uh, move to the next one, which is called membership. The sixth mark. Which All is right. the sixth one. Yeah. You know, when when coming to membership, I always think about um, Stephen the Levite because um, there's an album. 
called um, The Church, um, Called and Collected, by mm. Lamp Mode, né? It's a hip-hop, it's a... A Christian hip hop. Yeah, yeah, there we go, there we go. Yeah. So there's a line where <laughs> the title is called membership. You okay. Know? It's actually part of Nine Mouse, but uh, we'll talk about that later on. So there's a line where it goes like um, membership, it, it actually happens at salvation, but practically it happens in active participation. Oh. You know? So, so, so Ooh. you need to basically be part of a local church. You know, you can't be a visitor. The mm. church must know you, you know, mm. and you should be able to serve your gifts, everything that. God has gifted you with. We may we, we have to see it um, in the church. You know, if you see an opportunity to serve, do so. If we if 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 um, you see that there's a specific lack or there's there's a, a way for you to assist, do so. You know, but at the end of the day, you, you can only do so when you are a member. You yeah, know, yeah. so different. I know that different churches have. Um, different systems of how to accept membership, yes, you know, yes. some churches want you to have a discipleship or one-on-one, others yeah. want you to have um, a class, you yeah, know, both, with yeah. believers and then they have interviews and so forth to check that you understand everything. Yeah. So all of those things are good, but as long as people are members, that's that's what counts. Okay. It would be odd to be said if you have, let me take me an example, a congregation of 40,000 people but yeah. only 1,000 of them are members sure, you know man. everybody <laughs> you know what is to be funny I always chuckle you know you, you'll find that there'll be certain no. um, opportunities you know when people will be like no come on this day for Bible study or what not yeah on normal service on a normal Sunday service people it's, it's packed out né? yeah but to attend that specific event during the week <laughs> sure. one two people nyana, three people, like, how 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 what happened yeah. to everybody else but uh, yeah. that's a discussion for another day <laughs> but point of the matter is um so yeah membership is important you know there's another line um it goes like it goes like um membership is being a part of the body mm-hmm. membership is being a part of a body part but how can I'm messing it up. Membership is being a part of the body, but how can you be a body part when apart from the body? Oh, so, okay. so so that's, that that just shows you that. How can you be part of a body <laughs> when you are apart from the body? You see? So so it shows that's, us that. That's, is that a bar? That's a bar, that's right? That's even the Levite bar. Okay, that's a bar. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, man, ah. membership is important. You, hmm. If 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 you're Christian and you're comfortable with the idea of not needing to belong to a church. There's there's, there's a lot that um, you need to be discipled on if you have that type of um, mindset. You can't be a believer for 20 years, 30 years, and not be a member or belong to any church. That's that's yeah. that, that's a problem. So Absolutely. yeah, membership is important, and it's a mark that shows that a church needs to talk about it. Can't be shy about we it. We need you know? to talk about it. So, and I yeah. think also, like you know, what's sad is um, the pandemic. Just it really did strip us off. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. these things, and mm-hmm. we before pandemic. We were like going to church. We were, uh, everything mm-hmm. was sorted and everything. But, you know, uh, due to all the restrictions that had that we had to comply with, um, people found an opportunity to stay at home because, I mean, mm. we were, now we were forced mm. to stay at home. And then you got used to staying at home um, mm. and got used to the norm that's 
without socializing with people without mm-hmm. being with people and i mean as long as i'm watching like a thing on tv or a sermon on tv or on youtube is chilled mm. but it but it really isn't it really isn't because we we we, we it, i always go back to when god created adam and eve mm-hmm. All, all the other stuff that were happening in the beginning it was just god speaking things into existence and there was nothing that um you know there was no plurality but mm-hmm. the moment it was time for adam and eve to come all okay. of a sudden you see a change you see a let us make man in our image mm-hmm. um in our likeness etc etc right so you can see that for me it's just a sign of how god wants us to be us mm-hmm. he wants us to be to be in in to be social mm-hmm. he wants he's he, he wants us to be family as human beings could have mm-hmm. done it with the stars and the moon and the oceans and everything but he didn't for me when 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 it came to creation of of, of human beings like it was us it mm-hmm. was let us you know so for me i think god really loves you know fellowship like you can yeah. see a lot of things in the bible blessed are the peacemakers um you know how we need to forgive our neighbors how we, like you can see there's a lot of family um mm. it, you know in, in 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 the bible so if we are saying that we are the body of christ a body is made up of different parts like as that line was was mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. how can we how can you not actively participate you know and I mean, I know that there's some like parts that are not like so important, like oh, they seem as if they're not important. They, they mm. seem as if they're not important, like um, an appendix. Okay. Let's, let that thing <laughs> have issues. <laughs> that thing is gonna explode, and it may lead to fatalities. Mm. You know. So it is important that we we do fellowship and fellowshipping or being part of a, being a member at a at a certain body even if it's seasonal even if it's or it's a certain organization even if it's seasonal or it's for long term you don't know what you don't know basically and you won't be able to test yourself the process of conversion the process of sanctification mm. will not happen the way it should the way it should mm-hmm. because you don't have people how do you know that you're forgiving how do you know mm. that you are patient how do you know that you are loving how do you know that how you do you know that you're a believer how do you know that you're a believer you know, you there's, know? A, there's a, that's why hebrews uh, talks about <laughs> not forsaking the gathering of the saints you know so i like the fact that you spoke from the old testament and even into the new testament you see that element of you know what um we're, we all need each other you know but the mere fact that we are a body yeah <laughs> it's that that alone says a lot it so says a lot. yeah man sure. that's 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 basically that yeah anyway it's exciting it's exciting it's, it's exciting, exciting. And, and we get to witness god we get to experience the presence of god together mm. we get to have an encounter with him we get to and we also get to carry each other you know um mm-hmm. yeah we need to carry each other's burdens um i'm reminded of a scripture that says this person is responsible for watering this one is planting this one is watering mm-hmm. but god is responsible for the growth mm-hmm. so you'll never know who's going to touch your life or whose life you need to touch mm-hmm. um and if you are isolated and you have a silent mentality it's really difficult you know so this is to encourage people that have been discouraged mm-hmm. going back to church ever since the pandemic ever since the lockdown thing churches are open now you know 
Go back. Go back. You know. And if you have issues, back. talk to, talk to anybody. You can talk to Bo Ayanda. Hey, you know. talk about <laughs> talk me to, there. <laughs> <laughs> talk to anybody else, but you need to talk to other saints. Don't let um, issues prevent you from you know coming to the church. You know, yeah. don't let issues that have not been sorted out. Even if you know it's what's an extreme case if you even feel like you cannot attend the church that you previously used to attend go to a different church yeah now and but we as long as somewhere. yes you need to belong that's belong the important somewhere. part you know i mean the sad thing is I mean, you can live and be by yourself all you want but when you die mm. you have we need we have to attend your funeral <laughs> and people people are like shady out there people are, i was listening to this other radio station and they were talking about how um it's a thing where we notice if for example there's a funeral in the neighborhood and mm-hmm. you don't attend mm-hmm. um at your funeral only your family is going to attend and it hit me it mm. it, it, it it was such a a hard thing for me to say yo how do i appear or how do i show up in these things whether it's a church wedding or mm. it's a it's a church funeral how do i show up because what i do is going to it's it's a reflection of how it will be for me mm, when that time mm, comes mm. i don't want to be at a funeral where only my family is there and because they're forced to be there you know <laughs> i want other saints to usher me mm. to the lord you know but um, you want other saints to talk about how you influence them you while know, in your life you know and it's people shouldn't like be that. rejoicing when you die no you, you know what i mean you like know? oh don't know who i was you know? when i left it's sad but no <sighs> Yeah. Right. Anyway, Let's, that's about <laughs> Let's move on to dis- discipline. This is the seventh one. All right, the seventh mark. Yeah, discipline. All right. So, what's important about this is that uh, in growing in holiness, you know, yeah. um, think about it from this perspective. In preaching, there's a sense of rebuking, correcting, and all that. Yeah. You know, even in discipleship, even in um, fellowshipping, you know, yes. and there are elements of discipline like here and there here and there here and there but now the actual principle of where it comes from you know there's a scripture in Matthew 18 that speaks about if you have wronged your brother um, tell them you know speak to them one on one if you're if they don't listen if you, this is this is if your brother's wronged you by the way so yeah. if they don't listen um, mm. call somebody else you know so that there's, there's, there's that element of one or two view witnesses. Yeah, because both brother, they're just always wrong. If a sister wrongs you, <laughs> if a sister, no, if a sister, we're speaking to us on the scripture. <laughs> <laughs> so now, um, if if uh, after calling an uh, another saint, uh, if the believer still does not repent, yeah. then you let the elders. Um, know about it, you yeah. know. If they, the believer still doesn't repent, and then the church then has to know about it, and then the final authority would have to would involve, you know, excommunication, okay. you know, which um, is done in hoping that the believer comes to repentance, you know. So, what does excommunication look like? It's basically um, pointing out that it's it's quote unquote punishment. It's punishment actually. Yeah. And um, with this punishment, you can't um, continue having communion with the saints you know mm. up until you come to the point of um um repenting or repentance you know yeah. not turning that, away not, from it's, that it's, not, it's not a case of you we don't kick it up from the church completely you should still come because at the end of the day you still need to hear the the, the word you know i mean like um everyone's welcome but in order to fellowship the saints again and in order to to, to participate in the 
in communion, things yeah. like such as uh, communion, then um, you need to you need to be in right standing, you mm. know, because there's a warning. There's actually a warning when coming to um, communion, taking it uh, in an unworthy manner. You you do more harm to yourself. So mm. these things will protecting you. It's protecting um, you know, us. So so these things need to be applied in the church. Um, can't be taken lightly. And and this some people may sound hectic, but then remember. There's a process. There's a step. You know, if somebody hurts, you can't run to the. You can't go to the to, to the pastor. No, no, no. First confrontation. You know, one on one. And then don't don't be skipping no rules. No, no, no. All of a sudden, someone is getting called from the office. Oh, but you didn't talk to me. You talk to the person first. You know, let them repent. Give them a chance to repent. You know, if if they don't, then. These things, these other steps, can be uh, taken into consideration. But uh, it's a it's it's a strategy, or it's, it's a commandment that is needed because it really builds up the church, you yeah. know, and yeah. it helps you grow in holiness, you yeah. know. So, yeah, that's um that's basically what discipline is all about. I discipline know, happens everywhere, you know. So to be yeah. to be honest, if it doesn't happen in the church, you know, children, it happens in your and, own and home, you know. Yeah. So if it doesn't happen in the house of the Lord, how? Something it's concerning. Is, mm, very yeah, concerning. It's concerning. And it, I mean, discipline also helps us just to keep us in, a, in right standing with mm-hmm. God. Because yeah. you know, there's some things that we don't do, that we don't do right. Like maybe we don't respect authority. Mm-hmm. And then discipline will come. You know, we don't, and. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm not even say it. Okay, because I, I, I did that brother's wife. So you can say that, yeah, when we don't dress. Honestly. <laughs> You know, but for me, I think it's it's the great thing about it is that it's protecting us because, I mean, sometimes it is annoying when, like, uh, a senior corrects a certain behavior, mm. but, but it's, I mean, it's, it's based on their wisdom. Mm-hmm. They, they are wise and, and let's say you're disrespectful. When you're disrespectful, chances are you don't really understand that you shouldn't be giving those that are in authority grief and mm. you know in issues and stuff so it, it it i think we should be willing to be disciplined especially yeah. in, in in churches it really really does help us we see it in our homes you know mm-hmm. um you know when you've been taught because that's what happens you get taught first mm. that this isn't right and then mm. you don't do it but if you do it this is this is the consequences there are consequences as well with mm-hmm. the word if you don't honor your parents um mm-hmm. you know when you're young if you don't honor those that are in authority your pastor is telling you one thing and you're not listening to them you don't care about what they say it's a problem because mm-hmm. those people have been placed in that authority by in that office by God mm-hmm. and it's, it's going to be a mess for you if yeah. you know, if you don't but believers have to be humble you can't be a believer and be known as being stubborn exactly no, that's not the fruit of the spirit exactly yeah, it's, it's not the fruit yeah. of the spirit and I think we can always just check it against what are the what is like the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. and see and and Where I are mean, you here? for me this, for me I mean do your own sort analysis for me it's a reflection mm-hmm. this discipline is like a reflection like there are some areas that are still like areas of improvement Mm-hmm. And they're like a lot in terms mm-hmm. of the fruits of the spirit, and some in some places like I know like oh this is my strength like you know everywhere I am like I know this is my strength, mm. but um, as long as also with what we we think are our strengths 
we don't load it over people we don't think we're better than other people because mm-hmm. you know we are all on the journey yeah. so some of us humble. will get to certain things before so yeah I'm and another gonna... thing i want to add about that is that even when coming to your own weaknesses you can't be like no god knows i'm weak in this therefore it's okay no, no that's, mm. that's, that's not okay you know we all need to grow as believers we all know, need to grow so, especially when coming to matters of sin there aren't things that you there's some things that you you need to be called out on you know right. so yeah over here like... scripture tells us how to you know confront so if you need to be confronted be humble don't yeah. get angry don't leave church because you've been confronted yeah like, also yeah don't be a church know, hopper it's no, not no, it's just... not personal <laughs> you it's know? not personal it's it's to help us but yeah i think i think it would be nice to see to see these things happening you mm-hmm. know i'm just imagining yeah, it, it would be great. Let's be protected, you mm-hmm. know, because what's going to happen is if, for example, you decide because they, they called you to order and then you're going to leave mm. and leave and go somewhere else, things could be worse for you there, you know, whereas if you had learned to be humble here and take that and, and go uh, to your secret place mm. and, and ask God for mercy and, you know, grace in order to get through this, um, you know, things would have been better for you. There's nothing wrong with discipline. There's nothing wrong. It's not nice, but it's, it's, yeah, at the end of the day, it's going to, it's going to benefit us. So, yeah, and I mean, God wants us to grow, you know. I think another thing also that we can check, sometimes, sometimes you're not growing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're not where you should be. And so there's nothing to discipline you on. Mm -hmm. Not because everything about you is great, but because you're not growing. So this for me is a reflection. It's, it's to I'm putting a mirror on myself and I'm saying, where am I? You know, am mm. I growing towards the things of God? Or am I standing still? Am I stagnant? So, or you slacking. Or am I slacking? Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm. sometimes as you grow, you've you got to make mistakes. you got to make mistakes and then people are going to help you. Then you're going to reach a point where you're standing still because now you're just maturing that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you're probably going to go down again because you're learning new principles. And then you know what I mean? So, but it, it's a journey. Like mm. I think with all these, um, with all these principles that we've learned so far, I am, I am learning that it's a journey. Okay, I think I'm anyway, let's just mm. move on. Let's just move on to discipleship. All right. So all ah. of these things, this, like I said from the beginning, it's it all connects, you know. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think we know when coming to the Great Commission, let's just make disciples of all nations, mm. you know. So as a believer, it's important for us to be discipled. Yeah. And it's also important for us to disciple others. True. You know? So um, as needed in the church, because it is for the Great Commission, um, you guys did a good job in uh, tackling hey. that. So one, Shout out to the to the So yeah, uh, there's nothing else for me to add upon it. But yeah. um, it's, it's a mark that is needed within churches. You can't... <laughs> Not everything is for the pastor, you know, you can't put everything on the pastor. You as believers need to also, we as believers need to put up our socks and, you know, disciple other people, you know. Absolutely. Let people in our space, go in their space, you need to be accountable, you know. Yeah, yeah. Can't, when you're a Christian, Christianity is not a, it's not a one-person journey. Yeah. It's a believer's thing. Yeah, it's a believer's thing. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. To encourage Mm -hmm. each other to be like Christ. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we first need to be like Christ, then mm-hmm. disciple people. Because mm-hmm. you can disciple people the wrong things. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. So you, yeah. you want to do that? You need to disciple yeah. them the correct things, you know, Absolutely. things that Christ speaks about and teaches us about, you know. 
it will be found in scripture you know yeah. so and it's, it's, the benefit of a discipleship is that you get to grow that growing is a big deal yeah, yeah and but the process of growing literally means being able to have conversations being able to ask conversations being able to even ask what you think is made maybe uncomfortable you know yeah, yeah. um if you're a guy and it's almost time for you to get married you can always be like hey my brother who's discipling me what do you think about this person and yeah. then you know yeah. brother man can tell you oh, no this lady is grown in the lord she is perfect for you you yes, know otherwise yes. like no when you're not ready for it just just continue just <laughs> continue you need to be a leader my man so you need to you know so so having yeah. those conversations you know um and these conversations actually can happen in, within churches you know yeah, people tend to yeah. think i've heard sisters thinking that uh, saying that both brother do not have game and whatnot and it's like no we actually we, we know how to you know we we know how to approach our sisters in the lord hey if you don't it means you're not talking to the brothers they must come and talk to they must talk to brothers hey. in the lord and then they'll be able to they'll be assisted you know but yeah we'll talk about it we'll talk about it some other time but it's a fun topic i'm just throwing it out there that day hey, let's not think that you know <laughs> yeah i know but discipleship is key discipleship mm. is key i think it also helps us to grow the church to grow yeah. the body you mm-hmm. know because then in a healthy manner in a healthy manner yeah you know you become your brother's keeper or mm-hmm. your sister's keeper you know with something, the right things if something goes wrong at least the church will be able to be accountable if you yes. need help in something at least the church will be able to assist you you know because yes, we're a community help, yeah yeah mm-hmm. these things we seem to be forgetting and it's not ideal but uh, yeah it is what it is all right and then i think uh let's do the last one which is called leadership Dum, dum, dum. All right, so leadership is basically. Um, I like, by the way, sorry that we're talking about leadership oh. after discipleship. Yeah. Because discipleship speaks to you haven't grown and you're growing other people. Mm-hmm. And now you could be grown so much that you could be a leader. See how it all connects? Then you see how it all connects. <sighs> So yeah, um, you know, the Bible teaches that uh, each church, each local church should have a plurality of leaders, yeah. you know, yeah. um, godly men who are qualified, you know, called to being elders, basically, yeah. you know, yeah. so take note, I said elders, not elder, meaning that what I'm, I'm going I'm to try to explain what I just said now. So there needs to be more than one individual because there's a plurality you yeah. see when you go through scripture you go through from the old testament to the new testament you already see elders yeah you know so the Mo- moses time mm-hmm, you had to mm-hmm, appoint them mm-hmm. yeah so take note that because of the fact that this is consistent and it's constant as well it needs to be represented within the church yeah. as well even in the even if you look at acts the first church you'll notice that they were elders you yeah. know it wasn't a case of Let's all report to Barnabas and hear what Barnabas. No, 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 no. You know there was there were there, there were men, you know, um, within churches who would dedicate things and you know instruct the church. Yeah. You know? Even coming to disagreements and so forth, you you'd have elders come together and speak about certain uh, matters. You know. Yeah. So you need to have um, qualified men who are elders, oh, men, not men, qualified, godly. Yes, mm. you need to be godly. Imagine having. A, Hey, but that's another topic for another day. But uh, yeah, there has to it has to be plural, 
uh, more than one and um, yeah that's 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 basically that each church needs to have them if if that is missing then it's, it's a problem or it's an opportunity to actually fix it Error you know? so yeah. so um this is needed and i think at times people will be like if you if you check out um you know first timothy or titus it's it's some people may be may, may lean towards saying things such as it's impossible to qualify actually it's it's it's, it's, it's not in scripture it's in scripture it's, and you ought yeah. to obey it so yeah. um yeah that's what leadership is actually all about you know hmm. um there's a specific instruction there are certain things that you need to adhere to so yeah. um you obey that then you'll be qualified to be called an elder and do what the church requires for you to do yeah because yeah. it's a huge responsibility you know it's shepherding the lives of the sure. sheep is a big deal because you you judgment day you won't be questioned you know and you're going to sure. receive an even harsher judgment so yeah, to speak how so so if that's not sorted out if that's not fixed if that's not proper it's a problem so it needs to be it needs to be implemented there is no hierarchy within the church the only the the top individual is christ we then follow mm. as believers you know yeah. same level and you know yeah. so yeah. yeah and this by the way um the, the the qualifications of elders it's not necessarily meant for born as well it's actually all christians should be able to grand uh, sharp yeah you know yeah. so because i was gonna say that now it doesn't mean if nobody's appointing you, you to know, be an elder you know? therefore you know like something is wrong with it you. doesn't mean that as a man yes. just because you're not an elder that you can now go have many wives just because this one says have the husband of one wife now because i'm not an elder can you have no 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 you yeah. need to still have yeah. one wife you yeah. know if you look at what paul speaks about in ephesians you but know, you can still nice. take like the stuff that elders do and do it in mm. your space mm-hmm. you know you don't have mm-hmm. to get like a title you can live you can be like christ doesn't yeah. mean you are like you know christ in the physical form mm. you know so i think even with instructions like what qualifies like a, a godly man or a leader mm-hmm. it's things that everyone who's yeah. a man for example mm. um can model yeah. you can take yeah. it and learn you yeah. don't have to be you don't have to get a title you don't yeah. have to be annoyed uh what is it ordained um you know for it mm. but um yeah i think and i think i mean leadership is important because we really the rest of us are like the flock true and you know we need to really have solid people that are leading us because otherwise we end up taking everything that our leaders are saying so it it needs to be right stuff like sometimes we are vulnerable you know, mm-hmm. take 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 without really validating if it's accurate mm. so yeah no i think i think it's i think it's great i think we've come to the end of it yeah um, we've tackled everything those are the nine months of a healthy church yeah, those are the nine months of a healthy church <laughs> quite a, a lot of stuff to to take in mm. um but it's exciting and yeah. we hope that if you are in a space of influence uh whether you are a, a leader at your church or you can you know influence your, your leaders check if they know these things and also just send me like you know an email at pillarsandpodcast at outlook.com or like whatsapp or dm me um if you need information about it but also just tell me so you, you answer your inboxes hmm? yeah no i do um <laughs> bo has done it <laughs> just just tell us if this is something that you guys do at your church um if it's not something that you do at your church yet ooh Yeah, I think we that's, can that's just That's a great opportunity then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you'll be learning a lot. You that's, can that's, start that's, it at, if you guys have cell groups. Awesome 
Mm. You can do it there, mm-hmm. right? If you feel like you're not qualified to speak to anybody and and to influence any change, no, there's no such thing. Mm. Um, you know, if this message touches you or this podcast touches you in any way, it could mean that God wants you to be the one that brings about that change. Right? Yeah, especially as a pastor, you know, that's that's huge. Imagine being able to imagine having the privilege of literally getting the church to obey God's word. That's, yeah. That should be the best thing ever. That's, yeah. that's such an honor in actual fact. Absolutely. So, yeah. No, guys, I think that's that's that on that. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Toriso, Bilia, hi again. Thank you for coming through and just, you know, giving us this 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 outlook. We are going to zoom in on these topics um, and just describe what is the importance of it and how it comes about from scripture. Mm. But uh, thank you so much. Please say goodbye to the listeners. Goodbye, listeners. Guys, guys I love the show. you. Yay, I love you guys. <laughs> Keep well. Keep Cheers, well. All right then. Cheers. Bye.